I don't remember what movie it was, but the quote that stuck with me, I want to say it was some kind of zombie apocalyptic type (laughs) movie. (laughs) I want to say it was that because the quote was that movement is life. If you stop moving, you're going to die. Like you're, you're not going to move forward if you stop moving. And in the case of a zombie apocalypse, hell yeah, you're going to get eaten by a zombie, you know, but that, that quote really stuck with me because that's true for literally everything. If a relationship isn't moving forward, if you're not growing, it's going to die. You're going to grow apart. If your business isn't moving forward, if you're not taking what you're learning and then immediately implementing it, it's not going to work. It's going to die. If your finances, if you're not learning something in your finances and you're not growing and it's not moving in a a positive direction, it's going to go the opposite way. Welcome to the Happy, Purposeful, and Free Podcast, where we are all about going after our dreams, living aligned with our soul's purpose, and playing all out. I'm your guide, Katrina Lully, life and biz mentor, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife, and big kid at heart. This is where you will get the realest of the real from me and our special guests about living a life with passion, alignment, and what's true for you. We don't do the small talk around here. We are all about being who we are, sharing the tools, tips, all the behind the scenes and inspiring stories that empower you to boldly pursue your life. I will share all the goods on life, business and relationships so that you can start living your happy, purposeful and free. Let's do this thing together. Welcome back, my sisters. I'm so, so excited about today's guest. I'm always excited about my guests, but Fallon has a special place in my heart and I cannot wait for you guys to meet her. Fallon is a business mentor, office supply addict, and part creator of The Code Process. She started her coaching business in 2019. Fallon started her coaching journey by returning to the one thing that gave her life massive structure and clarity, crew. She believes every entrepreneur deserves to have clear, structured systems integrated in their business so that they can understand their notes, get organized, and profit as a result. She's an online business content coach, the note ninja, and partial creator to the code method that helps women in business go from scattered to structured, which I love because we know that in the beginning, especially, you are scattered as frick. So... Welcome, Fallon. I'm so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you for having me. And also, thank you for setting the precedent that I can say bad words on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We get to be real as real here. We're all about the realness, the authenticity, and we bring it all out. So absolutely. Okay. I love it. I'm all about it. I always, I always have a bad word come up in conversation. And then I'm like, oh, can I say this? Especially when I'm recording on a podcast. So I am very, very happy that I can just let it fly. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So we got the bio down here. We read the bio, but let's, let's hear a little bit more about who Fallon is. Okay. Who Fallon is? Well, uh, 
I love ACDC. I love Marvel. If I could be anybody in the world, I'd be Tony Stark, the female version of Tony Stark. Maybe I'm Morgan Stark, his daughter. I don't know. That's awesome. (laughs) But um, I really, truly love everything to do with content, everything to do with business, everything to do with marketing, everything to do with social media. It took me a long time to get here, but I am so glad that I am here because I love it. And every day when I go into work, it's like not really work because I love it and it's fun. So that is not so much about me, but a little bit about me. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's perfect. I here, let's ask a more pointed question, which I love asking this question of, of my guests. When you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh my God. I wanted to be the first female president of the United States. Hell yes. I could so see that with you. Yes. That was exactly what I wanted. I dressed up for it. I was like, I would tell everybody about it. I was like, I'm going to be the first female president of the United States. And people were like, yeah, okay, kid. But here we are in 2021, and there is still yet to be a female in office. So maybe that's what all of this business training is getting me to, where I'm like, all right, maybe I could be a viable candidate when I turn 35, which is in another, I don't know, six years. So So much could happen in that time. It is all absolutely possible. And I could see you, like, when you put your mind to something, you go for it. So you could totally be in that space. I think, I think it's possible, but you know what? I'm 20. I just turned 28. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll feel it out. I think it's seven years if I do the math correctly, you know, numbers, but maybe we'll, we'll see what the next seven years bring. If it's enough to be like, yeah, I can host a campaign for a political ticket, then maybe I'll do it. But (laughs) for right now, I'm like, I just want one thing to take off first. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I get you. I totally get you there. I, no. Yeah, I get that part. Uh, so I want to know too, when I say to you, happy, purposeful, and free, which is this podcast, what does that mean for Fallon? Um, happy means for me not having to worry about something like being in a really good positive but almost like bubbly kind of space for me like I'm bubbly when I'm happy so that would be why I say bubbly um purposeful is more like showing up and doing what inside you know you are called and meant to do and free that one I love that one. I love the word free, like not feeling pressured, not feeling stressed, feeling excited about what you are doing or what you plan on doing like free as in you have the choice to do what you know is going to be best for you no matter what. And, um, I think that's, I think that would be my definition of the three. Of course, everybody's different, but those, those would be what come to mind when I hear it. Yeah, I I know I love those so much and they they're pretty in line with what I I probably would say to you about that. And how where are you at now on your journey? You we talked about um in your bio you talked about how crew 
helped mm-hmm. you kind of get to where you're at now. Tell mm-hmm. us like, cause we know you weren't always here. Like you said, I've gone through some things to get here, to get clear as to what it is I want to do. Share yeah. a little bit about what it's been like for you. Uh, tumultuous to say the least. Uh, if I were to sum it up in one word, it definitely, I started in personal training and rowing coaching. So that is where everything kind of grew out of. But, um, what I found was that even though I'm passionate about rowing, it's not something that I could sit and talk about all day. If I can sit and talk and like literally just do it all day long and answer people's questions all day long, that's kind of how I've come to learn that that's the space that you run the business out of. And it really took me, it took me quite a while. I wanted to go in rowing coaching and personal training. And I did that for a little while. And then I was like, well, what about life coaching and mindset? But my mindset is not a hundred percent. So that didn't really work out. And then from there, I went into notes in organization and that plays a very big part. It is, you know, a hand in hand mesh kind of thing between content and business notes, like how to take better notes or an organization and structure and systems for your business. So I did use that as a stepping stone for me to get to where I am now. The biggest thing that happened between notes and where I am now as a business content coach is that I went viral on TikTok. And so people started asking me all about TikTok. How do you do these TikToks? How did you go viral on TikTok? Can you do that for reels? Is it like, can you do this cross platform? What about the hashtags? What about the watch time? What about this? What about that? And so like, I could literally sit here and talk about TikTok or Instagram reels or YouTube shorts all day long. I can tell you about how it's related to marketing probably a good chunk of the day. I wouldn't say that I'm a marketing expert, some like somebody like Seth Godin, but I could tell you that I have a pretty good idea after reading a couple of his books and like literally I have a stack right here of more of them. So I, I, that's kind of like the journey of how I got to where I am now out of crew. And it like, it takes a little while. It took about a good, you know, 16, almost 18 months for me to get to where I am now. But I, I honestly, (laughs) if I can do it through a pandemic and if I could do it out of a pandemic, I, I think that's only a good thing. So I have a pretty, I, I like to think I have a pretty good perspective on it, but there are definitely some things that I'm like, okay, I definitely struggle with and I could do better at. So it's always a, a work in progress, but that would be how it's tumultuous more or less. Yeah. You like you sharing that is, I think so important because one, you're like, it's taken me 16 to 18 months to get here to get to the place of where you know what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I know like for as long as we've known each other, when we met in a mastermind, I have watched you shift and pivot and not stop. Mm-hmm. You haven't let like the things that like you thought would work and they didn't work out or whatever it was that had where you got to that point where okay, this is this is not going to work. I need to pivot. You haven't let that like stop you mm-hmm. or take you out of the game, which 
we know there are days where you probably have thought, cause I have thought the same thing. Like, why am I even fucking doing this? Like, <laughs> why, why, why don't I just go back and get a regular job? Cause this is obviously not going to work, but you've managed to move through it. And, you know, in, in ways that are not so beautiful in ways that are really, you know, a smooth transition. What, it, why is that about you that you are able to continue to move through that? Where does that come from? Um, it's, this is like really strange. I was watching a movie one time. I don't remember what movie it was, but the quote that stuck with me, I want to say it was some kind of zombie apocalyptic type (laughs) movie. (laughs) I want to say it was that because the quote was that movement is life. If you stop moving, you're going to die. Like you're, you're not going to move forward if you stop moving. And in the case of a zombie apocalypse, hell yeah, you're going to get eaten by a zombie, you know, but that, that quote really stuck with me because that's true for literally everything. If a relationship isn't moving forward, if you're not growing, it's going to die. You're going to grow apart. If your business isn't moving forward, if you're not taking what you're learning and then immediately implementing it, it's not going to work. It's going to die. If your finances, if you're not learning something in your finances and you're not growing and it's not moving in a a positive direction, it's going to go the opposite way. So I really took that quote to heart and I really just apply it everywhere that if it's not moving, it's going to die. And if it starts to move in the other direction, in a negative direction or in a, you know, decreasing direction, whatever the case may be, then I have to move to do something different. I'm it's, I'm going to be very transparent. It's not roses. Like it's not roses. I'm 18 months in and I'm in a shit ton of debt and I have to get a part-time job for me to be able to sustain my life, especially when I have bills racking up that I didn't expect earlier on because it wasn't communicated to me. But what I can tell you is the first thing that I did besides going onto my stories and pitching people or, you know, talking to them in the, in the DMS or, you know, just creating community. I, I went downstairs to the bar underneath my apartment building. I was like, Hey, do you need any help? The guy's like, yeah, I do. Just so happens. He owns a product-based business and he's talking about getting the product marketed. So like, you never know what opportunities are going to come up, but if you're not moving in some direction, then it's going to be really hard for you to have that life and to have those opportunities and that growth. So I think that's where it all comes from. And it's so funny because like, it's a movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can definitely get some, some really good lessons from some of those movies. And when you apply them, it, it, it can literally change how you show up in the direction of your life. And what you said there was so, so important because I know from my own personal experience, not moving, that will take you down and out. Oh yeah. It will put you in the darkest, deepest places Mm -hmm. as long as you're moving and, you know, movement looks like, what can I do today? What can I do today? Yeah. We know we want to get here out here in the future. We know we want this this big ass stream that was placed inside us for a reason, but what can I do today? And, and how do I shift and pivot? And then I know that you've surrounded yourself with women and a community who are in the same space. 
talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that community, like how, how that's been vital for you in your own growth in moving through your business. Huh, community and moving through my business. Well, if it wasn't for my community, I wouldn't have the relationships that I could, you know, hop on a podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> in addition to that, it's also the encouragement to continue going. Entrepreneurship can be a very lonely road. Entrepreneurship yeah. can be so stressful. And when you share those hardships, it's it's like when we were, I mean, like tribal beings. I mean, that's, we are tribal beings anyways. We can tell people what we're feeling and what we're experiencing, what we're going through. And then they can offer wisdom that you wouldn't get if you weren't surrounded by that community. So that's at, at least from what my experience has been, why being in community is so massively important. And maybe if somebody doesn't know, then they give you a resource or they resource words, or they point you in a direction. So then that way you can figure it out. But if you are all by yourself and you're all alone and you're trying to figure shit out on your own, it's going to be really, really difficult versus when you have somebody else there. And another really big thing, I never thought of myself as someone who would be in a female community. Like I never really viewed myself as like a sister. I I'm I have a brother, so I'm very used to masculine type of tasks, energies, you know, and then when you start to surround yourself with other women, they share the same exact obstacles that you yourself are going through. They share the same exact fears, the same exact stressors, the same exact mindset. And then there are women who have overcome that. And then they share it in their perspective because we haven't been afforded the same opportunities as men. So it's really good to just have a community, a a support group to fall back on that has gone through all of those lessons. So that's kind of my perspective, more or less on community and how being in a community with women has really ultimately changed my life. I never really would have thought of myself being here. I was really only close with like one or two friends in high school that were girls. Most of the time, my friends were guys growing up, but now my community is like 92% women. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's, it's like been a drastic change in my own growth and being able to seek support from others. Yeah. We share, we share that in common for sure. Uh, Same thing. I never imagined I would be amongst sisters because I, you know, I had a brother. I, all my friends were guy friends mostly. And it was weird, very weird to be in that space at first. And it's mm-hmm. like, I am not a girly girl. I don't do this girly shit. Um, don't talk to me about my feminine, you know, like I was very masculine and coming into that community. You're right. We're, you know, and you're part of that community. And it's, it's shifted me drastically. And for them, to be in that space where not only are they women, but they're real. Mm-hmm. You're one of the realest people I know where we talk about the entrepreneur journal <laughs> journey. And we're like, this is hard today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just you saying that and telling me you're not, that tells me, Oh, so I'm not alone. And that, no, relieves, <laughs> that relieves the pressure like that we put on ourselves so much. It just like opens the bottle, lets the fizz out. And it's like, okay, Okay, cool. So I'm not alone. So that means I'll survive this. That's awesome. 
Yeah, Katrina, I think you were the one who dubbed that I have the open throat chakra. So yes. Yes. yeah, like ain't nothing, ain't nothing not going to fly out of this one, you know? <laughs> hey, my sister, I just wanted to pop in here really quick and invite you to an incredibly beautiful and light space. My own private Facebook group over on Facebook, the Be Rooted Sisterhood, aligned with your highest self. This is a space for women who are ready or are already stepping into alignment with their highest selves. This is the space to meet other like-minded women, receive inspiration, tips and tricks on living life fully aligned. When we decide that we are worth showing up for and connected to the root of who we are, we are unstoppable in life, business, wealth, and relationships. So I want to extend you an invite to this incredibly special space. This is where we are all gathering, coming together to learn, to grow, to be in community with, and share our lives with one another. I also pop in there with inspiration, tips, tricks, information, all of the things when things first come out. If you are not on my mailing list, then this is the space to be, but you should also definitely be on my email list. Head on over to Facebook or check the show notes for the link, but it's the Be Rooted Sisterhood. I cannot wait to see you in there. Yeah, no, and I love that. And that's why I think your your people who work with you relate to you so much because you're you're there at at you're you're a few steps ahead of them, but you're there, you're close enough where you remember. And mm-hmm. we've worked with amazing mentors. Some of us have had the same same mentors and, and they're amazing people, but I think you, they kind of forget what it's really like when you're still in the trenches. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, that was actually something I talked with another entrepreneur in our community about that. Um, there's a difference when you have boots on the ground yeah, and it is drastically different. And I think you're right. I think they do forget. And I think that it's not communicated and that's why it's difficult to understand because it's not communicated. And that's definitely something that that has come up in conversation a lot recently. So yeah, boots on the ground. It's a thing. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And it's, and it's not to, not to say anything about those people because we need them too, because they paint the vision for what is possible. Mm -hmm. And when we get those boots on the ground, they're the people we need to be like, okay, this is what you get to do now. This is where you need to go now. Mm -hmm. Now. So 16, 18 months trying to figure your shit out. And then you're in this space. Now you're a business content coach. It's what you love, what you do. You're, you're amazing at it. And what, what are you, what are you like working on now? What is your favorite thing like you have going on and what are you seeing? What are you seeing that is like probably one of the biggest issues with people who are new to the space? Yeah. So I am really into right now using your content to grow your platforms and grow your platforms in a way that's going to be profitable for your business. So not just growth, willy-nilly growth, like literally intentional growth. And a lot of that from what I am seeing has a lot to do with marketing. And some people call it different things at the end of the day it's marketing. Like that is the bucket that it falls into. So I have been doing so much reading on marketing. I have been doing 
lots of research on marketing, YouTube videos on marketing, talking about it in my TikToks, talking about it in my reels, talking about it in my graphics, talking about it on my YouTube videos, like literally everywhere because I am obsessed with it. And one thing that I have noticed because I have been testing this out, I restarted my Instagram and my TikTok account both in August. I restarted the both of them. No prior audience, no following. I didn't even tell anybody in my community. I didn't even tell you, <laughs> like I didn't tell nobody. Um, and what I have noticed is that what people say in terms of growing their platforms and growing their business is not all entirely true. Um, so I would always take everything with a grain of salt. That would be my number one tip for you, especially if you do plan on, you know, creating a profitable business with your social media platforms. It is something that uh, you would get really swayed by if you didn't know better. So I wouldn't let coaches tell you that they got 20,000 you know, followers that are qualified leads because they're not, I've, I'm literally, Mm -hmm. I got my boots on the ground, you know, like I'm doing all the things and I see who's following me and I see who I have to remove. So we could get into like the whole algorithm and how that, you know, downplays your account. And we can go into so many more things on that, but more or less the moral of the moral of the story is not everybody who's going to follow you, especially those people who grew 20 K in less than 30 days, not every single person is a qualified lead. And if that's what they're saying, I would start to ask some really good questions because that does not happen in a blank or in a snap, like most people are talking about. Yeah. I am so glad that you said that because, you know, before you, before you know, anybody better, or even like, even myself, before I knew any better, you, you, your goal is to like hit 20,000 followers Mm -hmm. because then that means more, right? No, it, it doesn't. You can still have so much success with a smaller account. Is it great to have, you know, a bigger account? Of course, when those followers are engaged and actually work with your content and unless you're, um, you know, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, or something like that, it's less likely that even a third of those people are going to be qualified. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I have gotten plenty of comments, especially on my TikTok, from men who are like big football guys who are like, Oh, you only have 8,000 followers on your account. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to listen to you. But the thing is those 8,000 followers that I have all binge my content. They all want trends. They all want social media strategy. They all want content ideas. They all want content strategy. I would rather have 8,000 people who want what I have than 80,000 people who don't give a shit. So like that, that when I saw that comment, I was like, Oh, I really wanted to do like a reply to comment, like a, a TikTok reply, like a, an actual video <laughs> reply. And yeah. I want to be like, Oh, thanks for mansplaining it to me. Only here's my, you know, month over month growth. Where's yours? You know, like something stupid, but just like completely in his face. But then I was like, slow your roll Fallon. Don't get bitchy. Be nice. <laughs> I was just like, no, I'll contain myself. <laughs> 
I'm going to channel my higher self and she doesn't let that shit bother her. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I know better. Like I don't, I don't need to have, I went through it already. I have a hundred thousand followers on a different account who are not a hundred thousand followers of what I sell. That's why it's important that you have qualified leads. I don't care if I have a hundred thousand followers plus if they're not qualified, how can I help them? How can I serve them? How can I make their life better? I can't because it's not my zone. It's not something that I'm an expert or an authority at. I'm actually an expert and an authority at this. I My degree is in behavioral sciences. I literally love watching people's behavior. In this case, it's their purchasing behavior and being, or like their behavior on social media and being able to talk on that I would rather serve somebody there than serve somebody on a manifestation code that I heard about once that I tried for my business and it blew up, you know, like that's, that's what's going on in my head. And when people say comments like that, I'm like, dude, you did, you obviously didn't do your research because clearly I have a video and like on this new account about how you have to have qualified leads to go viral. Like, but whatever. I'm not going to get into it. It's like you said, my higher self is like, nope, I don't need to prove anything. Yeah. Cause I don't. Yeah. No. And, and you absolutely don't. What do you say about like focus on platforms? Because mm-hmm. some coaches are like, you know, get on all the platforms. You need to be posting here. You need to be posting there. I say you focus on one to two to start. What is your take on it? I love this question. My take on this is everybody has to start somewhere. And if you have a coach who tells you to show up on all the platforms, you better believe the only reason why that coach is showing up on all the platforms is because they have the money to do it. So focus your time and focus your energy. Okay. Don't focus on a platform. If it gives you bad energy, focus your time and your energy on platforms. You enjoy platforms that your clients are on that you can give that good energy to them and serve them with value on a platform with your good energy. If you're not going to put good energy into your content, into talking to your ideal audience, forget it. It's done. As soon as you, I call it crispy burnt potato fry. As soon as you get to crispy burnt potato fry, that's it. You're done. You could be posting, Katrina, you could be me and you could post on four platforms and you can get crispy burnt potato fry very, very fast. Or you can post on two platforms and you're doing really well because your audience is engaging with you. You're putting out knowledgeable, valuable content and you're interacting with them on a level that you're creating that community and not get to the point of crispy burnt potato fry. Because the the only reason why they are able to post on all those platforms is because they have the money to pay people to post on all of those platforms. Let's call it, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. Like that's, that's how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, I love that you use that term because I literally just had this conversation with my coach the other day around burnout. Mm -hmm. And I said, I feel like I've burnt myself out before I've even gotten started. Yep. 
And that happens to a lot of entrepreneurs who are Mm -hmm. new in the space, who are trying to be in all of the places. And you brought up energy, which I'm so glad that you brought up energy because what you're putting out there is if you're burnt out, that's going to be felt. And those people on the other side of the screen are going to feel that energy. 100%. 100%. I took a whole week off of Instagram last week. I took, I took a whole week off of every single social media platform that I was on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. I took a week off because I was having temper tantrums. I was having like doom loops. I was just crispy. I was a crispy burnt potato fry. I was talking to someone that you and I both know. And she was like, you are burnt out because especially when it comes to creating content, if you're not pouring in valuable energy, even if it's free content, it comes across immediately to that audience. And it is so important for you to be in a good headspace because if you're not, forget it. It's not going anywhere. Nobody's engaging with it. Nobody's liking it. Nobody's sharing it. Nobody's tagging their friends. Nobody's putting it on their stories. That is the key. You can have as much valuable content as you want at the end of the day. If you're not in high spirits, it won't go anywhere. It won't. Yeah. And, and don't let that like intimidate you. Those of you are listening, like it doesn't mean not to post, but especially if you need to get in the habit of posting, but also just be aware of what's coming through and what's coming across. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know this because when you read somebody else's post and you think in your mind, oh, that is there's something that doesn't feel right about it. That's what we're, that's the kind of thing that we're, that we're talking about here. Fallon, mm-hmm. break down this content, what I call monster, because it can be quite the monster <laughs> at times. And I know one of my own faults is that I don't plan it very well. And I think that I have to reinvent the wheel on all the platforms instead of re reusing what I, what is already there. It's my, it's one of my demises. Like I can write well, but content that actually reaches the people that sells that people and having to like do all the things, but just break it down, break down content in the simplest way. And what is an easy tactical way, like to start really to set yourself up for success. Yeah. So I am going to literally go through my code process because that's how I create my content. And that's how I would love for you guys to start defeating the content monster. So first things first, get clear on you, who you are, what gives you energy, what you do and who you are serving. So those five things. Okay. I know it sounds like a lot, but when you get clear on it, sometimes you, you, don't even have to think twice about it. Really what it comes down to most of the time for this foundational piece is getting clear on who you are talking to and who you are serving. Most of the time, that's really like the two things that it boils down to. What's going to start to happen is you'll start to see what resonates with them and you're going to start to see what doesn't. Or you can go and use resources to get clear on what it is that they are thinking because 99% of the time we can learn a lot about somebody based on their Google search. So you can go to www.answerthepublic.com and type in two keywords that that person is going to search. So for example, my person would search business content 
And I go on to Into the Public, I type in business content, and then it will come up with a list of topics that I could then talk on and speak on. And those are going to be topics that I start to create content around. So I got clear on the idea and the topic that's going to resonate with my audience. Cool. Step one, done. Step two is to organize it. In terms of specifically short-term video, or even in if you're going to go as far as to say a graphic with a caption, you want to get a hook in there in the first three seconds in the video and in the first line of your caption to really grab your audience and pull them in to want to learn more. And then after that hook, you're going to move into the informational part. Some people call this the value add. So you hook them, you add in the information, and then you ask them to do something. I always think of Harry Potter. If you don't ask for help, you're never going to get it, right? Mm -hmm. So this kind of is very important in terms of our content, whether it's our captions or it's our videos, our reels, our TikToks, our YouTubes, et cetera. That's the structure. That's organizing the message. So that's step two, done. Hey, beautiful. I needed to just pop in here really quick to let you know about a special space that is available just for you. I have opened up my one-on-one coaching spots and one of those spots I think just might have your name on it. If you're anything like my clients, you've had a deep knowing that there is more for you, but you're unsure of how to tap into it. Maybe you want to make yourself a priority, but guilt overcomes you. Some of you, you've created a pretty good life for yourself, but you're not sure that you actually deserve it all. That's that imposter syndrome. Maybe you're ready to uplevel your life even more and you're tired of investing in programs that don't seem to work. You know that fear is holding you back and cannot seem to get past it. You're also ready to meet your highest self. This is where working on one-on-one with me in this coaching space provides a clear, precise container where you get hands-on action, hands-on in discovering what is actually truly holding you back, uncovering that through my four-step transformation process. We're going to get clear on your vision and align your purpose in business, life, relationships. We'll nurture and heal your relationship with yourself. We're going to help you rediscover and step into your highest self. Like I said, we'll uncover and remove what is holding you back. And we're going to build this new foundation of both clarity and confidence in all areas of your life. This and so much more is available to you in the one-on-one coaching container. If you're feeling called, if you're feeling pulled to find out what does this actually look like for you, go to the link in my show notes to book a discovery call with me or just shoot me an email over at Katrina at KatrinaLully.co. And I'd be happy to jump on a one-on-one call to make sure we're both a good fit for one another. Step three is the design. So your branding. How are you talking to these people? What kind of words are you using? How do you come across on video? What's your vocal inflection? What camera angles? What's the lighting like? All of these types of things. Designing the video or the picture, graphic, whatever so that it grabs your audience's attention and delivers value according to your brand, your business. Step three, check. And then the final step is to execute on it. Not only publish it, okay? 
It goes beyond publishing, but it goes into interacting with your people. Personally, this is just like a Fallon thing. I hate the word engaging. Engaging is so vague. It's so broad and it's overused. So I call it interacting. If you can get people to interact with the content, if you can share it with people on your stories, if you could send it to people, be like, hey, I think you'll find this useful. If you can get, you know, like people to comment, if you drop a comment, you know, down below or, you know, people drop a comment, whatever, having that execution part of it in terms of not just the interactions, but even also in terms of putting it out there in your link in your bio or like doing one extra step to move the needle closer to creating a community. I, you and I both came from a mastermind where we don't sell. We don't sell, we serve. So execution in the sense of serving people. I created, um, I have a QR code here for my Ninja notebook. And so when people ask me like, oh, where can I learn more about the Ninja notebook? I've created a piece of content that I can now send to them in order to serve them when they ask. So, and then what happens? They're going to be like, oh, well, how can I utilize the Ninja notebook better for my business? Can I get a personalized way of using the Ninja notebook? Sure. This is where we introduce working with you, right? So that would be my breaking down of the content monster. Get clear on who you're talking to, what they want to know, organize your message so that it resonates with them. Design it in a way that's going to be true to you, true to your business, true to your voice, and then go out and serve people, execute on it. Um, that's the code. That's the content code. Uh, and it's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> and it's so simple. And I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, this shit is so simple. And I have not implemented it in my, in my business very well. And I can, and I know already know like, um, how it's affecting me, not in the best way. I'm a beautiful and great writer, but there's a difference between being a writer and producing content. And, you know, um, being able to bring those people in. And this is mm-hmm. simple. This is simple. Cause yeah. we, tr- we try to go to work to freaking complicate the shit out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the, this, these steps are simple and easy to follow. So I love, yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's less than five steps. So it's really easy. Like it's, yeah. you can't really, I mean, do you want, if you want to dive deeper, you absolutely can, but it's, you know, I, I, I don't like to look at things too deep because when you start to get too deep into something, then you go into analysis paralysis and you don't move forward. So I like to keep things simple. Do I cover the depth in my programs and in my content? Yes. Do I cover the depth in my services and my one-on-ones? Absolutely. But it's always going to be those four steps. Like it's always going to come down to getting clear, organizing it, designing it and executing. It's very straightforward. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. What do you have to say to the entrepreneur that knows she wants to be in this space? She's kind of like, uh, but I'm not quite sure what I want to do, what I, you know, she might be working on something now, but she's not feeling confident and clear in that. What do you have to say to her as she's on her journey? Well, can I ask you a question? Is she like in the very, very beginning stages? She's within the first year. Okay. What I would say is I would, I would try a couple of things and I wouldn't be afraid to try a couple of things. Uh, the biggest thing that people always say is to niche down. And I feel like 
um, what happens when you start to niche down is in your head, you're, you're going to get very overwhelmed and just freaked out and stressed out about, oh my God, I have to talk about one thing or like, oh my God, I don't know what to talk about. Or like just this whole spiel of things that you could possibly think about. So I would say, first off, I have two things. First off, don't feel cornered into something. Feel your way through the journey. Find out what it is that you can talk about and what it is that does really well when you produce it in terms of content or in terms of value, whatever you you know put out into the world. What resonates with people and what you enjoy, right? Like, let's say you start in health, but then you're like, let's just pick me apart, for example, right? You start in health <laughs> and then you realize you're like, ah, oh, that's not really what I want to do. And then you move to mindset and then you're like, mm, my mindset is shit. And then you're like, mm, let me try something I know I'm good at. And it's notes and it's business and it's content and it's marketing. Roll with it, run with it, put everything into it. That's the thing that you know is working. And that's the thing that you know is what took off with your audience. So that would be my first tip. My second tip would be to find a community of people you can trust and who can support you. Because if you end up in the wrong space, it will lead to negative things down the line. And I would never, ever want that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, those are, I, I mean, those are excellent, like freaking amazing pieces of advice and so valuable. And I want to say, add to that, you know, those communities, there's free ones out there where you can at least start to get your space in. Fallon has community. I have community. There's a lot of different communities out there. So don't feel you have to go spend a bunch of money Mm. um, to do that. And if you're in that space where you can, you know, go do that. If it's with, if mentors that you've been following for a long time, go do that. You never know what you might learn, but I wouldn't suggest if it's like a stretch, especially if you're not in a space where you're bringing in a regular income, you know, there's a lot of different free, valuable communities out there where that are there to support you. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I learned, I learned a lesson the hard way that if somebody doesn't have a free community, maybe start to ask some good questions. So yeah. that, that was a lesson that I learned, um, early on, luckily, but definitely it tell you can tell the difference between somebody who shows up in service and somebody who is looking out for their betterment. So yeah. it is very important to, if you have the ability to, again, like you said, to do it great. If you want to be in a free community, make the most of it. Yeah. There are free communities everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What are you working on right now um, that you have that you're putting out in the world and how are you serving? Yeah. So I have a workshop coming up on the 28th of September Um, I have the code collective coming up in October. So those two things, the code collective, this is the last round of the code collective. And that is where we dive deep into the code process and how we can really get you to move forward in your business and in your content. And then, um, yeah, just the workshop and I have masterclasses and workshops. I do one a month 
every month. So I'm going to probably have more in October, November, and December, but I'm also really working on my 2022 plan because if I've learned anything about myself this year, it's that internal Fallon's reality needs to change so that external Fallon's reality changes. So we are doing a lot of restructuring over the course of this, you know, next one point two quarter. I don't know. How do you say that? It's like the last quarter of 2021. (laughs) Yeah. We're coming into the end zone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So all the restructuring is going to happen in the end zone for 2022. So that's, that's all of the stuff that's coming up. The best way to find out about that stuff is to just follow me, blah, 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 you know, all the, the same things. feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like we need to share that we have left on the tape? We haven't put out there. Um, yes. I always like to go over one thing that just kind of comes to me when people ask and cause this, all, this question always comes up. So it's different every time. And this time, the thing that I would really love to hit home on is to do lots of internal mindset work. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Your head is literally the make or break for everything. And over the past week, especially I have seen how my particular mindset is sometimes great and then sometimes not so great. So do yourself a service and go through that stuff before you even think about getting to where I am, because you could spend all the money in the world on business strategy. You could spend all the money in the world on content strategy. Literally, I'm doing myself a disservice by saying this, (laughs) but (laughs) it is so important for you to cover that because otherwise it's going to show in your content. So that is my go-to for this particular point in time. Mm. I, okay. I love you because you know, you just talked all about my jam. So it's, it it truly is the foundation for everything you do. Mm -hmm. And you can go and have a lot of freaking amazing success. We know people have had successes Mm -hmm. and then they lost it or something happened and they didn't know how to keep it. And they found themselves burnt out or broke or all, you know, just not having the relationships that they wanted. And it was because they didn't do this internal work. Mm -hmm. That is truly the foundation. I don't care what anybody says. Like that's my, it is the foundation. So I love that you jammed out on that. Yeah. No, it's the honest to God truth. You know me. I don't speak anything but the truth. Literally, I'm over here shitting and swearing and cursing all the time. (laughs) So like, yeah, I'm going to tell you the truth. So um, yeah, I, I would say hammer home on that. And like, don't, don't leap until in your head, you are ready to leap because if you're not ready in your head, then if you leap at that point, it's, it's, it's hard. It's much harder than if you get yourself mentally prepared. So, yeah. 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 And it doesn't, it does not have to be hard. It really doesn't. doesn't. Mm -mm. We're really good at making it hard, but it doesn't have to be. Yep. Yep. I mean, Uh, code process for content, clearly explain that one out, but you know, in terms of head work, you know, how, how simple it has to be. So, you know, yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Oh my gosh, Fallon, I freaking just love you so much and and just love love your message and what you're doing. And I'm 
so proud of all of the things that you have done and, but more, most importantly, how you just keep showing up. Mm-hmm. You are, you have that like determination within you that, you know, like I'm meant to do bigger things. And so I'm going to freaking just keep showing up until, until, and that's mm-hmm. what we have to do. Yeah. I, I was talking on another podcast and um, the way that I described it was that I have this little tiny flame in me. Sometimes it's a big, like, raging fire, but then it's sometimes it's like a little teeny tiny in a lantern flame. And I still, I try like last week I took off, but I still showed up. Like I still put out, you know, two or three posts. I still showed up on stories because I know that at the end of the day, my ability to show up or my inability to show up is going to be what people start to see. And it takes up mental real estate and that mental real estate, people will be like, oh, well, Fallon hasn't been posting what's going on. So yeah, every day I, I, I show up, I show up, I try to show up. I try to do the thing. It's a little tiny flame sometimes. And sometimes, like I said, it's a raging fire, but I just do it because if I don't do it, then am I really working towards the thing that I say that I want? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, so good. And I know that you guys took all of the notes because this was gold. There was so much here. Make sure you go back and listen to the episode a couple of times because there are pieces in different areas that you could take home and share this freaking episode. Somebody needs to hear it. Hell yeah. Somebody you know needs to hear it. And um, you, I will make sure Fallon is uh, tagged in all of the notes where you guys can go follow her. Oh my gosh. Thank you again so much for such an amazing conversation. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I just, I would love to know what your people take away. Like that's, that would be, if I could know anything, I would love to know what they took away out of all the things that we covered. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Oh my gosh. All right, sisters, we will see you next time. much for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way to take 60 seconds, leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend. Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.